Welcome to the Journey of Strength podcast, the podcast for men that is going to teach you how to become stronger physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm your host, Jacob Weatherly. G'day, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Journey of Strength podcast. We're back with another guest episode today, something a little bit different. We've got a female by the name of Courtney Asser on today, who is, uh, I only met Courtney recently when I went to Transformer at the at the start of this year in Feb, and uh, obviously we've, we've known each other through the amazing Tom Clark, which I think he almost gets mentioned on every single episode that I bloody do, but so you guys will know Tom Clark uh, by now, and yeah, I met Courtney at Transformer, and yeah, honestly, she is one incredible person. She's one incredible coach. And yeah, I'm delighted to have her on today. So yeah, welcome, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's all right. What I might get you to do is just, yeah, introduce yourself. Tell us a little more about Courtney. What do you do? What do you do with yourself at the moment? Yeah, so I'm um, actually owning a gym at the moment. Um, so one of the EFM franchises in Adelaide. Um, and that's kind of where I'm sitting at the moment, but I'm looking to head more into the health coaching, uh, mindset coaching side of things. So focusing less on fitness and more on kind of holistic health. Um, so looking at running retreats and doing um, weekends away just for women. I think, as you mentioned, that I work with women specifically. So just working with women to really look at their holistic health and how much they love themselves and where we can improve kind of I guess what you do with men or what I do with women and improve um their mental strength and love for themselves beautiful beautiful I love it I love it that's so good yeah like it's it's probably one of the big reasons why it's uh why you're on today like I obviously work solely with men and yeah you obviously work solely with women but in a I suppose in a very uh, broad sort of macro look at it, we do the same thing. Just, yeah, definitely. You, you work with females, I work with males. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. That's exciting. Retreats. I love that. Yeah. Retreats is going to be sick. I'm so here. excited to get into it. Yeah. Awesome. And you just ran, did you run or you have something coming up at the moment? I have something coming up. Yeah. So um, my first kind of half day retreat is coming up. Um. So I'm really excited to run that. So looking at, yeah, kind of the holistic health and nourishing your body. And there's so much that I've learned that I didn't even know was out there. And I thought like, yeah, I'm a personal trainer. I'm pretty healthy. But looking at well more into like what actually health is was a huge eye opener. And I definitely wasn't as healthy as I thought I was. So being able to like share that with everyone is going to be amazing. Yeah, 100%. It's interesting when like you really start to look at it from a from a holistic point of view rather than solely on yeah, physical training or like movement. There's so much more that goes into it, hey. Yeah, huge. And I think like I was always like let's go to the gym 7 times a week and eat ridiculously healthy and be on calories and meal plans and if I'm not doing that then I'm not healthy and then I kind of stopped and I had a nutritionist actually speak to me and be like what's your diet like and I showed her my meal plan and she's like so this every day and I was like yeah and she's like okay um right let's get some variety and <laughs> just like changing up my vegetables that I ate each day was 
a huge game changer. Yeah, beautiful. Awesome, awesome. Cool. Well, I guess like what I'd really love to do is, and for everybody listening too, like I think it would be really cool to get to know you, get to know who, who Courtney is and how she how she came to be. So, I mean, feel free to start anywhere. Feel free to start at what you think is the most <laughs> important part and then just, yeah, give us a, give us a rundown on your, your journey. Yeah, so my journey, it's actually been a real crazy one, I guess. And I guess everyone's is a little bit different, but um, I was never a fitness person or into health or anything like that. Um, through school, during PE lessons, I'd like bludge with my friends and not do anything. Um, and then I wanted to become a police officer. So thought I've got to knuckle down and actually get fit and did, I think it was like, two minutes running and five minutes walking on the treadmill 10 times or something and would do that daily and then kind of built up from there to actually enjoy the gym um and while I was kind of getting fit for the police force ventured into that side of things um and long story short didn't get into the police force so thought like why not a career in fitness I really enjoy it and then one thing led to another going from personal training to owning a gym to not wanting really to go into the fitness side anymore and um that's I guess when Tom came along and flipped my world around (laughs) um as I'm sure he did for you as well and kind of got I think having my experience with Tom and mindset and how much that helped really opened my eyes to what else is out there in terms of helping people Um, I wanted to, it sounds a bit cliche, but become a police officer to help people um, and just to have something different each and every day. So really still going down that path, but just, I guess, in a very different aspect than pulling people over for speeding and (laughs) that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Here, I'm helping you. Here's a a $500 fine. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, beautiful. That's uh what made you like what do you reckon was the key Yeah, what do you reckon was the key thing that made you decide that you wanted to step into the fitness industry rather than become a police officer? I worked as a legal secretary, so I was kind of the nine to five job. Um training pre-work, then going to work, and I just loved like the fitness and health side of things. Well, at that time what I thought was health um and then just wanted something different and variety and um not the set hours so that I could just kind of venture out a little bit and yeah just thought it would be interesting to mix up my career and head into helping people in a different way yeah nice beautiful and how did you come about owning a gym (laughs) yeah that was super random as well so Um, I woke up one Sunday morning and one of our family friends had messaged me and my mom and said, um, that there's this gym up for sale and I think you should buy it. And at this this stage, some sort of fairy tale start to like, this is the start of a fairy tale story. (laughs) It was a beautiful Sunday morning. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up, there was birds singing. (laughs) Yeah, it was, um, super weird. And I had been a PT for I think it was like three months and I thought like I'm not gonna buy a gym and my mum said just like jump in and have a look like find out more and I was like no not doing that like 
this I can't do it. I can't own a gym. And then I met with the lady who was selling it and kind of without realizing I was meeting with her more and more often. And she was telling me like, do this and do this and do this. And then I was kind of signing documents. And before I knew it, yeah, I owned a gym. So definitely never in my life thought I would own a gym. Never in a million years would I thought I'd be in even the fitness industry. So it was a very random thing, but I've loved, yeah, every part of it and all the experiences. And I think owning a business is super exciting as well. Yeah. I've, it's got to be one of the most fulfilling professions in the world, surely. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And one thing I want to ask actually, now that you've, now that you've mentioned that is like, how did you say so you were like, you said, you, you said to yourself, like, never thought I would ever own a gym or don't know how I'm going to do this or something like that. Mm. So like what, what sort of things did you do or what sort of things did you have in place that sort of helped you overcome that doubt? Um, yeah, that's actually a really good question. I think um, kind of just going head first into it, there was no, once I had it, there was kind of like no other option than to, get it and go so I think that was probably the biggest thing is having the support around me from um, some of the other girls that own other EFMs that kind of helped me out and I think it's one of those things that once you do it you know you can do it so Mm. you just kind of keep going Um, and I think I've definitely learned that from Tom is like it's the vicious cycle of like Raz, right that once you see that you're getting leads or getting clients or you can sell memberships and you can run sessions and like had you asked me what doing a bass statement was I'd be like (laughs) I do not know what that is so kind of yeah like starting out from like zero it was really daunting but I think the excitement of being 21 or 20 or whatever I was and having a gym I was like yeah this is cool and just the motivation to grow up once I saw I could do it that Mm. was yeah exciting yeah it's like that whole thing where it's like the action the action that you took first then brought the inspiration and then that inspiration led to more action which led to more inspiration yeah that's it yeah and I guess I'm so thrilled that somewhere inside me did not listen to that voice of saying I can't do I can't own a gym Mm. um and just kind of went and I remember resigning from my box gym PT job and there was a group of people and they literally laughed at me they're like you're owning a gym and I was like yeah and I thought fuck like what have I done and I thought no like just roll with it so I did and I think from that moment I could have like canned everything and being like I can't do it like someone's just laughed at me to be like you cannot own a gym and so Mm. I was like right well here we go let's prove them wrong (laughs) Yeah, nice, cool. What would you suggest to, yeah, I suppose like the people listening, like men and women that are listening to this, like what would you suggest if they were in a similar situation, like not like the same situation, like not everybody (laughs) gets the chance to own a gym, right? But that seems seems to be a really common thing and that I see with men, you know, like judgment and like especially when it comes to like the sort of coaching that you and I are doing, like, you know, the, the personal development side of things, like there's there's always those 
there's always those select few people that are just like, oh, you need a coach? Like, are you sure? Like, are you not good enough to do it by yourself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And like that judgment, yeah. that judgment holds so many people back from stepping into this sort of like coaching and, and allowing us to like guide them into the most yeah. incredible growth that you could ever imagine. A hundred percent. Like, what would you suggest that people do in like, for your like women, like what would you suggest that they do to, you know, I suppose, overcome that kind of situation? Um, I think the biggest thing is just lean into that fear and know that any judgment that's coming from other people is a projection of themselves. And I can totally see that now that I've done a bit more personal development work and had a coach for myself. I can see that anyone who didn't believe in me or that kind of, yeah, those people that laughed at me about it and was like, you can't own a gym. Like, that's all on them. Like, And I think just leaning into that fear is the most important thing and knowing that taking the risk will pay off and the people who love you and who will support you, they're the ones that matter. So they're not going to judge you. They're going to be there, you know, whether it turns to shit or whether it thrives or whatever it happens to be, the people around you, will support you and then the rest don't matter and they'll kind of I think I've learned in time they'll notice what they haven't done and they'll kind of like flip around and it's so interesting just to sit back and be like all right that's fine like it will come to you and you'll know yeah. when it happens but yeah that was been a huge thing for me to learn yeah absolutely I 100% agree like once you can realize that, yeah, whatever they're, whatever they're judging or whatever, you know, their little snide, little side comments or whatever like that, as, as soon as you realize that you're just like, okay, well, like that's, that's on you, like projection, like kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like you don't say that, but you're just like, okay, like whatever you've got going on, like that's for you to deal with. I'm going to do it anyway. And in two years time, if you want to like come in and join me, like I'll accept you either way. But if you don't, all good still respect still much yeah. love, like whatever yeah and I think that's a big part as well just being like um open to not shutting them off I think I would used to I would used to I used to um I don't know like if someone said something to me I'd be like no and put up a wall and be like don't like you you know you dead to me whatever Whereas now I can really be open and be like, it will come to you. And when you know, you'll know and come back to me because I'm more than happy to kind of like jump back on board. Whereas before yeah. I just shut them off and be like, nope, see ya. Yeah. But once you, I guess, know that it's projection on them and know that in turn, I guess once, it's hard to say, but I guess once they realise where they've gone wrong and when they can improve themselves that's when they'll be more open to things and they'll just come back as a better person so it's nice to see that yeah it's that whole be the change thing right like be the change you want to see yeah like if you're just if you're just leaning in constantly and you're like you're getting a coach and you're doing the personal development work and you're doing all these incredible things eventually people are going to be like how the how the fuck what is she, yeah. How does she Give do me that? Give some of that. Yeah. Yo, Courtney, like how the hell did you do this? Oh, <laughs> actually. And then like it's it's interesting. Like there's there's really only two options with that, right? Like 
and like I don't know about females, I don't work with females, but like especially with men, like they're either going to be like complete shut off and just like nah, don't want to know about it, or you know I've had guys that I was mates with in school, fin- I finished school and like you know you go your separate ways, like they go off to uni, they move, like whatever, and like people do their yeah. own thing, which is so common, and then. You know, I started doing like personal training, same thing, like owned a gym, sold the gym, like started coaching men, continued to invest in myself, like all these different things. And then the guys that I went to school with are like, oh man, like what's your coaching stuff? Like what's, what do you do with that? Like how, what's it like? Like, can you give me a bit? And I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> Here no. we are. Yeah. I'm like, okay, nearly took 10 years, like nearly took you 10 years, but that's fine. Like, like yeah. you said, like, if they want to come back in, like the door's open. Like, yeah. If, if yeah, you'll accept them either way. Like that's really, that's really good for sure. I think, yeah, that's a big part is being, yeah, the bigger person, I guess. Um, and just knowing what else is out in the universe for everyone. Um, mm. Which, yeah, before my own personal development work, I would have had no idea. And I remember talking to Grace about it. And I was like, so what do you mean you're a coach? And she's like, oh, like I coach women. And I was like, like personal train coach? And she's like, <laughs> no. And I was like, I could not fathom it. And now I'm like, right, I got it. And it's just, yeah, yeah changed my world, knowing mm. that there's even these people out there where I had no idea that I could go see someone to become a better version of myself or whatever it happens to be. I had no idea that was available in the world. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's such a good point too. Like it's, it's that, it's that whole thing about openness, right? Like if you're, if you're completely shut off to something, like there's no hope of you believing it at all. Like nah. take the world, the state of the world at the moment. Like, you know, if you're completely, if you're completely shut off to, um, I don't know, if you're completely shut off to the COVID vaccine being like the be all and end all, then you're never going to like, you're just going to be completely shut off to it. Versus if you're open, you know, you can research or you can do whatever. And it's like, I suppose it's the same thing with like, um, you know, training in the gym. Some people are just like, yep, powerlifting is the only way to train. And then you get other people that's like, weightlifting is the only way to train. And the other one's like, bodybuilding and then crossfit and no running's the only way and all if you swim you'll be fit and like there's so many different things and yeah it's like if you only if you're you know if you have like the horse blinkers on or whatever they're called and you only think that you know swimming is the only way to get fit then you'll only believe that swimming is the only way to get yeah yeah definitely and i think people are so closed off these days that they're not willing to see any other way out for anything Mm. until they do and their whole life changes but yeah so many people are so closed off and I guess gym is a really good example of that about training styles like you know training for three hours a day if you don't then you're not good like you're not going to get anywhere Mm. all right like I don't have three hours a day to train so it looks like I'm failing at that one exactly yeah that's such a good point and like yeah, it's this whole thing around that whole thing around you know uh, mental health and stuff as well. Like I see it so often in in like the field that I'm in, where it's like, cool, yeah, if you're if you're a man and and you uh, 
if you if you bottle in your emotions, you don't show anything, like you don't express, like you just remain like stoic and like that's what a strong man is. Like get up, go to work, fucking hate your job, like come home, like sink a couple of beers, like yeah, that's what a strong yeah. man does. And it's like if you just believe that, then yeah, and then you have a conversation with me and I'm just like, okay, well, guess what? <laughs> That's yeah. not what a strong man is. <laughs> Let me uh, tell you. Yeah, yeah. But if you're completely closed off to that, like, yeah, if you're completely closed off to having that kind of conversation or even, like, seeing yours or my stuff or even, like, any of the other guys, like, that went to Transformer or have worked with Tom or even any other, like, coaches that are good, there's some there's some interesting ones out there but yeah any other good coaches like yeah you'll you'll never believe that you can change so what do you reckon is and especially for like the women that you coach like Mm. what's some things that you do to allow them to like open up to these kind of possibilities i think um relating it back to my journey is a big one um because i think same as what i mentioned before there's just such an uneducation about coaches out there I think um and for myself I didn't know it was available and I think a lot of people don't so I think really just allowing them to understand that there is that support available I guess um and yeah relating it back to my journey of where I came from and how it's helped me and how I've grown and lots of people kind of they're like oh you're so positive and I'm like yeah like I haven't always been and this is what's happened and this is how I've changed. So, like, let's introduce little bits and pieces to maybe get you on that same path. And it only takes a couple of times for them to do, I don't know, a task that I give them, whether it's journaling or meditating or, um, I don't know, just waking up and saying three things you're grateful for. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, like this is a mindset change and I feel better. And, like, it takes one tiny change for them to, slowly get out of that shut off phase I guess Mm, yeah 100% agree yeah for sure it's like yeah like we don't expect as like as coaches we do not expect you to have this like incredible transformation like overnight like it doesn't work like that like I can't I can't remember the quote but it's like um it's like I can't remember who said it, but I don't want to say someone and then it not be them. But the quote's like... The quote's <laughs> Credit like, someone else. Yeah, yeah. The quote was like, I became an overnight I became an overnight success in 10 years. Yeah, true, like, right? They worked for 10 years and then they were, they were an overnight, they were overnight, an overnight success. success. Yeah. yeah for those that are listening, I just did quotation marks with my fingers. So <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's good old quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, like, such a good way of looking at it. And I think we're all so quick and like I put myself in this category. Um, a lot of the time you're all so quick to want everything kind of now and mm. you want change now and you want success now and you want a good life now. But it isn't like that. Like, you know, you've got to build up a savings account to buy a house or you've got to build up, you know, years of training before you have the physique you want or you know, years of uni before you get the career you want. So why do you expect to be transformed overnight? Mm, why do you think that is? Why do you think people are so like, 
like in that space of like wanting things like right now? Um, I feel like in this day and age, like I guess with technology, everything is kind of available right now. If you want online shopping, you can purchase it right now. If you want, you know, click and collect, you can get it right now. If you want online courses, you can get it right now. So I think people are just used to having that like like immediate reward for mm. whatever they're doing. Um, mm. So I think even like social media, you chuck a photo up and you get the immediate like likes or comments or you get that straight away. So I think it just correlates to I want to have a transformation, whether like body or mind or whatever. So I want it right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Mm, oh yeah that's such a good point and I've had so many conversations like yeah so many conversations around this exact topic and like even Grace and I talk about it all the time like we'll like you know jump onto social media and you know it's that whole thing where people are like oh my god I was talking about this couch and then I got an ad from Harvey Norman and that exact couch was there yeah right it's like yeah well like you agreed to let Facebook and Instagram have access to your microphone. So like, what do you expect? But it's that, yep. like, it's that thing where it's like, they're literally giving you that instant gratification. It's like, yes. it's listening and it's like, oh, cool. You want that couch? Here it is. Here's that couch. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, do you want to make and yourself like, feel good? Because here scary. it is. Mm, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Like a crazy world out there. And I think, as I said, like, I can fall into the trap of being like, oh, you know, I want my gym to be like this way right now or I want my retreat to be sold out like this. Well, mm. that's just not how it works. Like yeah. you've just got to be patient and put in the work and just know that it's coming. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when it happens. Yeah, 100%. One thing I wanted to ask you actually was like your – because obviously this podcast is 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 – aimed at men but obviously completely open to having these kinds of conversations which i'm <laughs> stoked about um you're like the uh i can't remember what the name of it is but you know when someone's like the first person to do things what do they call that doesn't matter can't yeah i words. know where you're going but i do yeah. not know <laughs> the, you're the pioneer we'll say pioneer pioneer yeah. works that's a good one <laughs> but yeah uh obviously like I do a lot of work around like men's mental health and like very deep into that kind of field so it'd be really cool to get your perspective on it like you know where your what's what's your perspective on men's mental health at the moment it'd be really cool to get like a, a female's view of it yeah um very cool question um I think definitely in my world I have a brother obviously I have a dad um male friends, uncles, whatever it happens to be. And I think looking at the generations, the older generation are kind of like, as you mentioned before, like no emotions, have to do the work, have to do this, have to, you know, run the household and get everything done and be strong and not cry and whatever. I think coming down generations to like kind of my friends and um, my brother's just a bit older than me, but I think it's become, becoming, I guess, way more open to um, 
I guess dealing with your emotions and putting it out there you know there's like the um charities that are about it and I think I don't know if this is a thing but you see the athletes and footy players and stuff getting on board with it as well and being more open about their mental health so I think having people like that open up allows others to open up so I think people my age are definitely a little bit more open to talking about mental health um and I guess being more open and honest with their mates and with the community but it definitely has a long way to go Mm, yeah I think yeah yeah cool awesome and where do you see like yeah again like that was that was great I love that thank you like where do you see where do you see mental health for females at the moment because you know I don't see a lot of that you know men's mental health and like um you know men's mental health awareness and and all of that kind of thing like there's a big focus on men like huge but for me like personally I have not seen a little bit but haven't seen much things for like females out there so like what's your perspective on yeah mental health for, for females that's actually like I've not thought about that but that's actually a really good point is that is kind of a huge focus on men's mental health and that it's okay to cry and it's okay to you know show emotions and you're not weak and things like that for men but it's actually a good point that there's kind of men's mental health and then there's mental health as a whole there's actually not I guess a whole focus on women's mental health and females specifically um I know there's a bit about like postnatal depression and things like that but there's not a huge stigma or focus I guess around female mental health so I think yeah actually (laughs) something I have not thought of that it's general mental health but not female specifically mental health um Mm. I think social media has become a big thing that um, the filtered photos and the um, posing and the this and the that. You see, I guess, some people talk about loving yourself and not comparing yourself to those on social media and um, knowing that social media is a highlight of someone's life and they're only showing you what they want you to see, I guess. Mm. Um, But then... Other than that, there's not a big focus about women's mental health per se. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. now that you bring it up and now I think about it, it is probably yeah. a lacking area. Yeah, I suppose that that's what makes what you do and like you, like Grace and any other like coaches out there that are working with females, like so much respect because like it's so important like the work that you guys do because – I mean, I see how beneficial it is for men and I can imagine it being just as beneficial for women. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Mm. It's an interesting thing about like social media that you, that you brought up because like that's one thing that it's it's very, uh, well, from, from, my, from my view anyway, it's very prominent for females to, you know, look at these filtered photos and, and the front of magazine covers that have been like photoshopped and yeah, like you said, like social media is a highlight of someone's life. Like I remember saying to one of my guys, like, um, like one of my clients in the journey of strength, like, yeah, if you see me put up a story that's two minutes long, like it's two minutes of my day, 
there's still yeah. 23 hours and 58 minutes that you <laughs> do not see. That's yeah, a true. lot of time that you don't see. So like anyone listening, remember that. If you're looking at someone who's got millions of followers and they're like walking through a cupcake shop and they're dressed <laughs> in like a pretty dress with makeup and hair done and then nails and brows and all of that. And you're like, wow, they live the life, but the story's only 30 seconds long. There is 23 hours 58 minutes or 59 minutes and 30 seconds of their day unaccounted for you have no idea what they're doing yeah and it seems to be I know it or I've noticed that it has got better but it seems to be that people put out this like image of themselves that they're happy and healthy and living their high life and whatever and like I know people like friends of mine and people who I know you see that on their social media and then you look at them and think you are not that right now. Like you are miserable. You're not happy in your job. You're not happy in your relationship. You're not happy in your life. Why are you even like chucking that out for people? Like what is going on here? And why do you want people to see all this happiness and stuff like that? When right now you look like shit, you feel like shit, you, you know, you're not a happy person. Mm. Just own it. Like, yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that I mean, yeah, from, from your side, like from a, from a female's perspective, like on females, if you like, like why do you think females do that? I think with social media, I guess it would be that um, the love that they'd feel from getting the likes and comments and um, story reacts and, you know, let's put up this photo of me that is not what I am right now, but look at all those people comment on it and be like you look amazing and love you and you know chuck the likes out left right and center whether they actually like the photo or not Mm. and I think it is that comes back to feeling accepted and wanted and loved from your social media interactions yeah and I guess it comes back to that instant gratification thing again hey like yeah a hundred percent like someone might be you know not just females like this males let's bring males into this conversation as well like I don't want to take any power away from this stuff that happens to women, but also want to add into the conversation like males as well. Cause I've seen it happen within men too. And it's like, you could be sitting on the couch in your trackies and you've just binge watched 15 episodes on a Sunday afternoon of some Netflix <laughs> series. You've had Uber Eats delivered twice in one afternoon. <laughs> you know, the Uber Eats driver by his first name. <laughs> And you're like, I feel like shit. And then you scroll through your photos and you're like, oh, I looked hot here. Post it. And then you're like, that feels Chuck better. That up. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's the thing. I think, I guess in their heads as well, whether they feel better, yeah, feel slimmer because they looked slimmer that day and, you know, they had makeup on so they feel prettier or, you know, had their hair done so they just feel nicer. And whether that's like their way of being I guess, making themselves feel better by doing it. And I think men, um, I don't know, I guess looking at my circle, they don't necessarily put things out for attention, I don't think, but men do it consciously um, to get that love, I guess, like females do. But I think subconsciously, all men seek love and this is their way of getting, you know, hype up from the lads or, you know, 
the girl that they like or whatever, liking their photos. I think subconsciously they're still seeking love like females are, but they just don't want to necessarily admit that Mm. as much as females do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, like, I guess it comes down to, yeah, I mean, they have no idea how to love themselves, so they're trying to get that, like, instant, like, feel-good kind of dopamine hit from an external source, whether it be social media or whatever. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and obviously not being a male but being around males, I think I can see now that I've done the personal development work, I can kind of see it in them. I guess not what needs to be worked on but what, yeah, it needs to be worked on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, 100% agree for sure. Absolutely. Cool. Is there anything like, yeah, do you have any like final pieces of wisdom for for the people that are listening or anything to add that we've already spoken about today? Oh, I've loved it all, but I think I know my biggest takeaways, I guess, from this are just like lean into the fear and um, don't worry about what happens next. Just go ham on it and hope for the best. And yeah, like be open to anything in life because I think that's been a big life change for me is being open and even down to you know whether it's personal development work or emotions or whatever just being open to see what happens and put it out there and yeah back to everything is projection on someone else if they've got an issue with it yeah beautiful (laughs) I love it I love it and where can people find you where can people find you on on social media or anywhere else yeah, so I have Courtney Asser on Facebook and Courtney Asser Coaching on Instagram. Um, for the women out there listening, I do have a Facebook group of all my community, so feel free to jump on board that. The link is in my bio on Instagram, so Courtney Asser on Instagram. Beautiful, and I always like to wrap up guest episodes with one question. I know I already mentioned this to you at the start, and I told you <laughs> that I wasn't. I told you I wasn't going to tell you the question, so I could just get the raw answer. What's something that? What's something that people might not know about you? Oh, that is a good question. Um, what is something people don't know about me? That is a really good question. Yeah, you're welcome. Take your time. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you in an hour, guys. Um, I'd like to say I'm a pretty open book, but I think, oh, this this is tough. What's something that you didn't know about me? Oh, Jesus, you flipped it. No one's (laughs) one's done that yet. Shit. Um, Yeah, righto. Okay. Uh, what's something that I didn't know about you? I think, um, well, I didn't know that you, uh, were, a, was it a law secretary? You said? Yeah. Legal yeah. secretary. Yeah. I didn't know that. So. There you go. Yeah. I think, um, I'm a pretty open book, but I think the biggest thing is people didn't know about me is that I would never have been a fitness person that I started out hating anything health-related and here I am today. Yeah, here you are coaching women to be like <laughs> the highest version of themselves. How incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Beautiful. A bit of a change. Yeah, huge change. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for jumping on today, Courtney. It's been incredible. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Loved it, loved it. Thank you so much for tuning into the Journey of Strength podcast. If you know a man, if you know a bloke who you think could benefit from listening to something like this, please feel free to share this with him. Also, if you're looking for even more free content, jump over to our Instagram page at Jacob underscore Weatherly. That's J-A-C-O-B underscore W-E-A-T-H-E-R-L-E-Y. And as well as that, jump over to our YouTube channel. Again, Jacob Weatherly. Search that up on YouTube for even more free content, free resources for all of us men out there. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Peace.